0: and welcome back to Dum Dum Die an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast set in the homebrew world of Kalandos which is my world, my, being me being Carla Harris, your GM and around the table with me I have my amazing players and they're going to introduce themselves and their characters starting now
1: Hi, my name is Nicole and I play the lovely character of Darby
2: My name is Wednesday and I play Zantalarian And my name is Kirsten
0: and I play Oriole. And what we do every week is we do a catch-up by one of the characters from their point of view of what happened in last week's episode to help you if you haven't, if you've just joined us. But if you'd like, we are only in episode four of season three, so you can totally go back and listen. But if you don't, you'll pick it up real quick as Oriel recaps what happened previously on Dum Dum Die. So
2: previously on Dum Dum Die, we got off the lady's scholarship, although that was a while ago, and Zantelarin had like sold me to be a bride, which I did not consent to, and then apparently my groom decided to go back home because it was just too much that a girl can't check to see if her fiance apparently has tattoos or not without asking him first, so that was the thing. And uh, we were also in a temple being accosted by Selenites about who broke whose religious orb item thing that actually got us out of a pocket dimension with uh, this creepy lady who kept stealing people's memories, also known as Lady Starla in bunny ears. And we then got kicked out of said temple. I tried to contact my guard because apparently he's coming to the town, and I didn't hear anything. And then I copied the map, and we were sleeping outside in a forest. All right. So you also, get- she still insulted because Zandalari called her a slag.
0: <laughs> yeah, there were there was a moment of uh, of potential sled shaming, but I think it was more cousin shaming than than anything else for sure. All right. So you guys all slept. Through the night. Uh, let me just roll this percentile for fun. Cool, nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> While well, you slept through the night without, <laughs> without setting up watch. Um, although, Aurel and Darby, when you wake up, you are very, very itchy. Um, please take two points of damage each and just know that if you need to do anything that requires concentration for the next day, it's going to be difficult.
2: So anything,
0: basically. basically. And you guys are both both spellcasters, right? That's mm-hmm. what you need. It's because your itchiness is going to be very... Uh, itchy. Itchy <laughs> and distracting. It's going to be distracting, so you'll have to uh, roll disadvantage on, on concentration spells. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you just mean roll for
2: concentration mm-hmm. then? Because we just usually concentrate unless you break it.
0: Yeah, so mm-hmm. what I'm saying is I'll... Uh, yeah. Role okay. for concentration. Oh,
2: Dobby, oh my God, I'm so itchy. Oriel. Uh, did you put that itchy powder on me again? I swear to God, Dobby, you did it at school and now you're doing
1: it again. And it wasn't funny the first time. Dobby is not listening really to a itchy. word she's saying. He is scratching. Is there a tree nearby? There is. You he are is, in a forest. He is scratching himself against the tree. It's, Oriel is, is like dragging herself across the floor. Is his material getting damaged by any Uh, chance? No, it it seems as you like scrape your
0: back against the tree that the material moves up to your shoulders and is now sort of sitting like a scarf.
1: Okay, yeah, Darby continues to scratch himself on the tree. Or it was like taking off. Her clothing to like get better screeches. She's it.
3: she's taking off her clothes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's taking off her clothes. It's so itchy. Okay. If you look closely, you notice that there's a lot of raised bumps on both of their skin. Oh yes. There was going to be
1: smugness until she
3: started taking off her clothes.
1: <laughs> but to be fair, like you saw us falling asleep there. So as as which
0: you don't know.
1: As yeah. she starts taking True. off her
3: clothes, I'm gonna start putting them back on again. <laughs>
0: So I have one person Like Baloo style Scratching their back And one person Taking off their clothes While the another elf Half elf Chases them Trying to put their clothes back on
1: Is there like a water Any Like a water A water, <laughs> <Like> a water. <laughs> I was going to say a, waterfall. <laughs> a, water. Is there, a water Is there like a pond Or a lake Or a river Or uh, any watery you thing You could look at the map Darby's going to look at the map
0: uh, There does seem to be A body of water Um Maybe two hours from where you are. Oh, damn. Guys, it's so far, though. (laughs) Which way? It looks to be on the way towards what was
1: called the small town of sadness. The small town of sadness. And that's where we need to be. So Darby is just going to basically run as fast as he can. um, And he's going to scream out, I'm heading to the lake because I'm so itchy. It's on the way. As Darby runs off towards the leg.
0: Please roll survival for me. Are you still taking your clothes off?
2: She's scratching. So it's like, it's this thing of like, she's lifting her top and she's scratching and she'll lift and she'll take the sleeve off.
3: No, then I'm, I'm, no, I'm trying to, I'm trying to redress her as she's undressing. This is, this is not cool. We're in the middle of a forest. What if somebody walks
0: past?
1: I got 15. Uh, you've you know where the lake is. Okay. You looked
0: at the map long enough to know where the lake is, and you're gonna find it.
2: Perfect. Oral. Um, is just like because she's walking, but she's like screeching. Sorry, I say screeching because it's like the mm. cat switch. sound.
0: I like it. Mm. Skitch, skitch, skitch,
2: skitch. If if gonna keep trying to put her clothes back on, she's going to shock and grasp him after a while.
3: Yeah. No. I'm. I'm so focused on on the fact that no, she she can't. She just. It's fine. She's itching, and, and that's cool. That's cool. That's funny. But taking clothes off is not funny.
0: <laughs> um, can it's the two hilarious. Of, can the two of you please roll perception for me?
2: 18.
0: 12. Uh, Oril, there's bird song that definitively sounds like birds laughing.
2: <laughs> uh, you hear that? That's hilarious. Even the birds are laughing at me. It's not so funny, okay? It's like, uh, it's so itchy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um all right. Everyone's progressing like, towards she, the like, lake. Literally,
2: if he's like got an a hand with like what even remotely looks like a nail, she's gonna like grab his hand and get his hand to scratch her. Oh, ew. <laughs> that is
0: nasty. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's very bad, guys. Uh, it's grim. Um <laughs> are you heading towards the lake? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh so you pick up all your stuff, head head over. Dobby will get there first. Mm-hmm. Um you see, when you arrive, you see. It's it's quite a clear pond. There's some lily pads floating on top and you can in the centre you can sort of it looks quite clear, so you're sure if you got to the centre of the pond you could see your feet. Although near the banks it's a little bit muddy, but it's to be expected. And around there's
1: some forest there's overhanging trees hanging over the pond. Um, Darby is going to run and jump and aim to jump in the middle. Like that says that's how far he wants to jump. He wants to just, like, dive into that water. Okay, so you're going to cannonball. Basically.
0: All right. You run and you jump and dive into the pond. It's extremely cold when you get in.
1: It's very soothing. That it's is very soothing. Amazing.
0: And you can see your feet and your clothes and all your equipment.
1: Dobby's definitely okay with that.
0: Perfect. Um, are you just going to swim in the like, so, until your
1: friends come? Dobby wants to kind of remove his equipment and put it on the bank.
0: Okay, so you swim to the bank, take off your equipment, lay it out on the bank.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. But but he's going he's gonna to remain pretty, he's going to like chill on the bank.
0: Okay, so lounging on the bank of the pond.
1: Mm-hmm. With cool. his equipment in the hand. Equipment, equipment in his hand, yeah.
0: Okay, but outside the pond.
1: All right. Holding it very tightly just in case.
0: Okay. You come across Darby. He is uh, lounging on the banks of the pond, holding his equipment up over his head. (laughs) So it's not in the water. So his equipment doesn't get wet. Although it's sopping already. Question,
2: is the material in that equipment pile? Well, one of the pieces of material is in a bag, but the other one is on Darby. So is the bag on um,
1: being held up in the air? Mm-mm. Uh, well, he's hol- how are you holding it? W? So if the bank is behind me, I'm resting against it, and then I'm holding it like this.
0: So he's you know sort of like you lean in a jacuzzi with your arms out and yeah. where your drinks are. So it's it's where his drinks would be if it was a jacuzzi.
1: But he's holding it extra tight. It's a I'm just jacuzzi. kind of making mention of that <laughs> statement.
2: Okay. Uh, you come across that. <laughs> Oreo wants to belly flop into the pond, like as sore as possible, belly flop to deal with his scratches. Okay, you you do so. It it's like cartoon like run, jump, so like chill in the air, suspended in air, and then go
0: yeah okay. and then slowly sink. You don't hit it with as much force as you think because you couldn't get enough height, but you, you manage managed to belly flop, and the water is quite soothing. Is that?
3: I'm going to look at my reflection to see whether or not I need to take a bath. Because, yeah, I was on a boat for a long time. Uh,
0: you probably do. Yeah.
3: Okay. I'm going to take a bath, but just away from Darby. So he didn't check me out. I mean, that's just, that's not cool. Does Darby
0: see him? I mean, it's a pond in the middle of the forest. <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: like not really any place yeah, to Yeah, but I'm just hide.
3: like, I'm
0: not like next to Dobby do you know what I mean like, so you're on the opposite end of the pond
1: yeah so Dobby is just gonna kind of you know make like small movements and just kind of move <laughs> closer and closer but like <laughs> like just not gonna, really make it obvious he's wow. just gonna
0: waft sort of towards you like casual swim. It's like,
1: it's almost like the waves, you know, like when waves like carry you. Yeah, like
0: those pond waves. Yeah. pond waves. Well, I
1: mean, since Oriole like belly flopped, I'm assuming there'd be like those waves that Darby just kind of moves Not the to. whole
0: time Sans <laughs> is just bathing, but I mean. It, well
1: Close enough, it's okay. You're just like, shh, there's waves in this pond. It's carrying wow. me, I'm not really carrying myself, but if it's carrying me towards them, then hey.
0: Are you holding your equipment in your hand still?
1: I'm definitely... So
0: as you're wafting and waving, your arms are above your head, uh, keeping your equipment above water. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, like an algae, like you trying to be a tree. Woo! Okay. Um, okay. Everyone, please roll perception.
2: Eight. 21.
0: 13. Um... So the two of you, uh, Darby and Zant are quite focused on
1: the si- on your
0: mission on each of your own individual missions. Uh, Aurel, you hear you hear almost like a twig snap, and then silence for a moment, and then the sounds of the f- the like forest around you comes back to its area. Do I know where the twig snap happened? Um, it happened from, so if you guys were heading towards the pond, it happened across the way. So sort of where Zantelarian and Darby are headed to.
2: And this is where supposedly we're supposed to be scouting out the Vladislavian. It is quite close to where it's supposed to be,
0: it is. Yeah. It's probably, I don't know, four hours from where you'd be, have to be scouting. Okay. So if Oreo hears that, yeah, like a bird in water.
1: Mm-hmm. Or like a meerkat?
2: If you don't know what a meerkat is, please research
1: mongoose. Uh, basically it's, Timon it's Timon. Yeah. I was going to say. From it's... the Lion King. But cuter.
0: I, I, I thought Timon was cute. That's not that out of the <laughs> bed. Okay, well, I, well, Timon was cute. No one made you the Lion King police. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yep. Yeah, so you pop so like up. mongoose out of the water. Mm-hmm. And she wants to look to see if there's... And like a
0: shadow or anything. Not that you can see from where you are. Santillarian, the water is very refreshing. You do feel quite clean. Am I beautiful? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's good. Just cold. I'm going to get out of the water and like dry off in the sunlight. On which side? On the bank where you are? Yeah, where the bank that I'm closest to. Okay, so Santillarian is getting out close to the, the twig snap.
1: I have a question. Okay, how are you showering? Gonna... Like, I mean, how are you?
3: Dude, I took my clothes off and I took a freaking bath. Like all of it. Like where, where are your clothes? clothes? I
1: just chucked them on the side of the bank. Okay. On the bank that you were on. Yeah. Okay. So. so, but you're not on the bank yet. You're about to get onto the bank. He's about to jump out the pool. Guys,
0: don't be gross. What are you doing? Yeah, Assumedly, he is climbing out of the pond. Okay, but Darby sees him. So, yes.
2: Aurel's going to, like, hold her breath and swim next to Zantelaria, if that's what he's going for. So, it's not like she even notices him. She's heading
1: towards the twig snap.
0: Okay, so you're going to swim and, and, and that climb that she's out the being pond? being
1: stuffy about it. <laughs> okay, you do so. Darby's going to take a mental picture of Zantelaria. Darby
0: closes his eyes and, in it, and makes a sound of... As he takes the... A snapshot he's in like, his mind. He
1: takes a few. He's like.
0: I didn't notice.
1: <laughs> it's on I would record Nicole actually <laughs>
2: taking mental pictures. You Darby's come, happy now. You climb out the pond? Yeah, the only
3: way to smell like sunshine is to be in the sun.
0: Can everyone please roll perception for me?
1: Ten. Unnatural 20.
0: Seven. As Oriel is swimming and she is about climbing out the bay, the the pond uh, as you were taking the mental pictures when on the one time when you opened your eyes, you saw something that looked camouflaged for a moment and then next time you open your eyes there's an elf standing next to a uh, xantillarian with a knife at his throat as xantillarian is naked lying there in the sun and Oriel gets out the pond and looks surprised looks not as surprised as you would think but is surprised to see him
1: there. Darby's gonna jump out Ew, of the water. Ew, put
2: on some clothes.
0: The elf says, I agree. And he takes a step back and oh, <laughs> he, he holds his, his dagger still quite menacingly at the three of you. I'm
3: super chilled and going to get dressed like absolutely nothing is going on.
0: Cool, you do so.
1: Darby gets out of the water, shakes himself off. Uh, the material glistens in the sunlight. And then kind of walks in slow motion. Towards the elf with the knife. She means he Baywatches. Yeah. Deaf Baywatches, but not in yeah. a running kind of way, just in like a <laughs> like, no one, like a sexy not walk. Not a Baywatch run, like a Baywatch stroll. Like a, like a strut, but like a slow strut.
0: Okay, uh, the elf looks at you and he says, what are you three doing here?
3: Lying in the sun, absorbing the rays. What does it look like?
2: just, like, holds up her hands just to show, like, all the
0: poison ivy scratches. Where's your Vladislav tattoo again? On your wrist. He says, ah, I see. Uh, And you? He looks at you, Darby. Can't you
1: see? I was observing my man. And then he winks. At who? He, like, double winks at both of them. (laughs) Okay. uh... And
0: Dantelarion and the owl the elf says this is a very dangerous place to be camping for want of a better word it was a dire situation (laughs) then he looks at as zantalarian's getting dressed he says although for people supposed to be camping you have quite a lot of weapons
2: have you ever been to the land of lady starla no then you would understand if you did, but you haven't. So that's why we had a lot of weapons. It was really weird,
0: okay? I was why engaged still like two weapons. days ago. Why do you still have weapons with you?
3: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flex my muscles, <laughs> like, you know, and be like, why wouldn't I have weapons? A body this beautiful should be armed, especially because of this one, and I point to Darby.
1: Darby kind of like... Giggles, and then his hair kind of just falls over his face. He's like, <laughs> Look, I don't know why you three
0: are here, but so it'd be best for you if you left. Who
1: just, are you? And why are you here, young man?
0: That is none of your young concern. Elf. Look,
1: Look, I feel like it's only fair since you asked us, and now Darby's like, he's becoming like a little bit prim and proper. Like almost, yeah... And then he's like, str- he's like pushing out of his chest and arching his back, you know. And he's like, so tell me, young man, why are you here? I mean, a han- is he handsome? He, I mean, he,
0: all elves are good looking.
1: I mean, a handsome man, like you shouldn't be out here. You never know who you're going to attract. And then Darby goes closer to him and then just kind of like touches his face. He's
0: going he's gonna to move. He's not going to let you touch him. But he doesn't like recoil. He just is like, I don't know you, you're not... Touching my skin, weird. the and weird? And he, and he also looks quite pointedly at the fact that your skin has a lot of red bumps on it. And he's going to be like, mm. well, I suppose it's a fair question. And uh, for your information, I'm not what you would call young, young one. And he looks at you, Darby. And then he turns to all of you and he says, well, I am here scouting for the one true God. Vladislav? Yes, I did notice your tattoo, yes. So either you continue on to the towns in front of us and you await for the one true God to arrive and you join our party or you are welcome to come back and join. But being in the middle is not an option. Because not making a choice is still a choice. Wait. Ah, very well said. Why does a God need scouts? Vladislav does not do his own the king he has uh, taken on a material form and thus is restricted as all material forms are so I'm scouting ahead to see if there are any untoward people and spies uh, coming to try and prevent our writing and receiving the righteous as we continue on Um, I do know there's a a very, very strong camp of selenites And he looks at you, Zant Because obviously While you were in Yeah, he would have seen it
2: They renounced him He's nothing Hmm? They renounced him He broke like an orb What? Why, why do you have to bring that up? And it wasn't even me. It was Darby.
1: Why? Not starting it this was argument not again. me, Can guys. Can I please go and meet my one true God? I would really like to meet I him. think we'd like to come with you.
0: Uh, okay, please. Uh, all three of you roll persuasion. I'll take the... No, actually, between the three of you, one person is roll. Who do you want?
3: Pick one.
1: Also, Darby's godless. <laughs> That's true. Does that count for something? Since Dobby has
2: great material. Persuasion. Holy shit, my persuasion is amazing.
0: Yeah. 16. Look, it's a natural one. I mean, he's going to I rolled you. an eight.
2: He is very I'm shocked. I have this. a plus eight to persuade. Why am I not persuading everyone to my cause? That's a good question. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Look, it's just because you can't, you need to use your character sheets, people. Dude. Use dude. your character sheet. He was shocked when you said that Darby has no god, And he said, how can this be true? Uh, and, and then he says, who was your god before?
1: Alexis, but she... I think she disowned me. I'm not surprised.
0: I think
2: she's been corrupted.
1: I mean, look, I'm not too sure. But nonetheless, I'm sure she'll come back. And then Darby, like, wants to cry. So he's like just holding his tears back. Or uh, uh, just
2: like, you just see like a, a tissue
0: been like thrown at your face. The elf says, No need to to fear, young one. We will head back to the camp. And once you have been in the splendor of Lada's love, I'm sure your luck will change.
1: Do you know why she would leave me? Because I don't know why she would no, leave
0: me now. Uh, and he's going to start. Uh, he, he's, he whistles, he makes a couple of quick whistles, and you hear from a distance, you hear more whistles coming back. So you probably hear seven different whistles come back. And he says, all right, um, I will take you to the camp. And he appears to want to pat your back, uh, Darby, but he sees that you have what appears to be a poison army, and so he just verbally says to you, uh there, there. Uh, I'm sure everything happens to a re- for a reason, and perhaps that's why I stumbled upon you. If if you had been stumbled upon by uh, some spies from uh, Lyssaphen or one of our uh, opposing forces, they might not have been so kindly to you. So uh, follow me. Um, I'll, I'll actually I'll point you in the direction. You just stay in front of me for safety. And he starts striding towards where, you know, from the map, the camp is going to be.
3: Oh, cool. Aurel, does that mean we're getting a free lunch? It was. I, I was feeling ham, a little and bit And I hope piggish. we
0: get beer. That's,
2: that's the Vladislavian way. And she, like, looks I at could him do and she's like, some Vladislavian so way, right? Hmm? Like She's like, that is the Vladislavian way. And she's like, there will be ham and beer, right?
1: There will be more than enough ham. Yay! Dobby's still crying. He's like... Alexis left me, and all you guys can talk about is hand and beard and, and,
2: like and patting Darby on the back. And seat. he's just, he's
1: emotional.
0: The elf is quiet as, as he continues to walk. He says, What had been your plans?
3: Well, I was planning to sunbathe for a while longer. I mean, one can't absorb the scent of sunlight unless one lies in it for at least an hour.
1: And my plan was was to just watch the sunbathe, <laughs> and then he sniffs. Uh,
0: so I see you were wondering: uh, Are you vagabonds, or
2: no? I, but your we clothing actually appears do to have a higher fine. purpose, but I feel like everyone has gotten sidetracked from the army that Vladislav is is raising. Do you, do you know the purpose
0: of what it is for more than cleansing the righteous? Well, not cleansing the righteous. That was perhaps the uh, misspoke, misspoken by myself. Uh, it's to cleanse the non-righteous and help the righteous. So nothing about Samael? Samael is gone. Vladislav destroyed him along with the other three.
2: Hmm. Vladislav told the me something three? different. But was, okay.
0: With the other three? Vlad- wait, wait, wait. With the other three, who? And he turns to you and he says, Alexis, are you sure you are alright?
1: What? Dobby's like so confused. He's like, I, d- I don't understand what's going on. Listen, don't pay any attention to him. He's having an episode. Wait, wait! Um, I'm, I'm, con- I'm confused. W- what are you talking about? Well,
0: um, uh, perhaps obviously in Alexian uh, religion they don't maybe teach it as well as they do to us Vladislavians. But Samuel was, and he's going to recite the history to you as you walk. He's, a, once upon a time, many, 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 um many years ago, Samael ruled the land. He was a being made of uh, essentially what's a water or mist as it came, and he covered the entire continent, and no one could leave, and many people had to sacrifice their children to Samael to keep living. Four heroes were called upon. Uh, they were called upon by the sect, and those four heroes, along with uh, a drow child, Obsidian. Obsidian, yes. Took on uh, Tamael and managed to banish him and destroy his fall Mm -hmm. And destroy him. But the four heroes were devastated in that attack and came to die. From there, everyone celebrated and revered the four heroes that they became godlike in their nature, until eventually they too became gods. And now there are four gods that surround Kalandos, Alexis being one of them, as well as Vladislav, as well as Selena, and uh, what's the other one? Emoth. Yes, Emithian. However, there can only be one. As Samael knew in his time, there can only be one true God. And so Vladislav is here to take his rightful place as such.
1: But what happened to Alexis?
0: Child. And then he's going to like patch you where there's material. He's going to say, young one, you have not been around long enough to know. But do you want to be linked to someone who would abandon you? I assume you were in a time of need. Why would she abandon me? It's not for us to question why gods would be fickle. All I am saying is, our god is here, and he looks at you, um, Oriel. And he says, and the land needs help.
1: Okay. And then he wipes away his tears. And
0: you continue walking. Anything else?
1: Gabi's just going to speak to Alexis in
0: his mind. Okay, roll percent percentile for me. Uh, uh, 54. Mm, you hear nothing back, but what are you going to say?
1: He's just going to be like, Alexis, why did you leave me? I need you to come back. Or I need you to explain to me why you left me. Alexis, I'm not going to leave you alone. You better speak to me. And he's just going to keep like rambling the same things over and over and over again.
0: For the four hour journey.
1: For the four hour journey. Yeah. He's just going to keep doing that.
0: All right. Is anyone else going to?
1: Um, So while we're walking, I'm just going to
3: um, take out the various like scents that I have mm. um, and like put them in my hair and whatever. Because, you know, there might be women in this camp. Okay, so as you're going,
2: you're just making yourself look rad. Oh and yeah, and all good.
3: Yeah, there might be chicks in this camp. Who knows?
2: Cool. Uh, Oriol,
0: anything else? She's
2: just asking questions about like the aim of it, what has happened, uh, have they been met with, um, what's the word like resistance? Yes, resistance. Like, what does Vladislav look like in real life, and all these kinds of things. Beyond that mentioning oh that's not what he told me, she's kind of fact finding, basically, because she doesn't believe that this is the true Vladislav, because already the the information is conflicting. Cause from what she believes, Vladislav would never wipe out the other gods. He was probably the one who brought them together and didn't believe that that needed that there could only be one. And the fact that he Ladislav, even though he was a monk, he still was the least volatile uh, and violent of of the others. So, like, she's just trying to do, like, personality Comparisons. comparisons between the one that she has met who has given her blessed ham and spoken to her and this supposed one who's in material form and, like, basically what they're both saying.
0: Um, He says, uh, he basically tells you that uh, one day a shining light appeared in in the middle of um, a field Mm -hmm. near uh, his and his uh, friend's homes. And from that light. Oh,
2: where were those homes? uh, Mm -hmm. uh,
0: He mentions that it's probably, it was at the start of what he calls this campaign. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's. On your map, it's probably.
2: It's not like it's not the field that we were at in Lysifen, where all the men had gone missing. No. Okay.
0: Uh, it's f- away from that, so okay. it's it's probably. uh yeah, it's probably about a month away. Okay. Um, and Vladislav stepped from the shining light and. Uh, he claimed he was a lot of love. They were also, uh, they didn't believe him at first. But then he went around and was kind to their whole village. And uh, although them being elves and they've lived a very long time, he, he like helped them build some things in their village. And so he said that essentially a a war is coming
1: mm-hmm.
0: and by having everyone believing in different things, they can't face the the war um, in a prepared way like that. They need to focus their energy all into one God because uh, it is belief that propels him. Okay. Um, and so he needs to get all the belief to get all his powers back and to Extend from his uh, material form, which he came into being. And basically protect the land from what is coming. Uh, He doesn't know what is coming.
2: Okay. Uh He just
0: sensed that something was off kilter. Um, And so they've been going through village after village. And they always offer a, a peaceful solution first. They say... Come join us, uh convert uh, and meet Vladislav and they often offer them a feast on the night before. Uh but if no one if people then don't convert, uh Vladislav then tears down the town. And him and his army destroy the town and destroy the people living there. Um due to the fact that essentially the way the elf defines it is he says the amount of um, belief and people in the world can't be diluted. Mm -hmm. So if they won't believe, then they must be removed from the pool so that they are not diluting. Um, And he says, it is for the greater good of the whole of Kalandos. Is he speaking quite loudly? Oh no, he, he's he's so, talking. Okay, so he's so just, it all, just yeah.
3: directing it as a general. Okay,
0: yeah, he, he he's he's not uh, hiding anything. Uh, you can hear so every now and then. There is some whistles, and he whistles back. Um, but yeah, and he says that is basically uh, the plan. The plan is to take the whole of uh, calendars. He believes that uh, after they take. Uh, Ristret and Lysavin that the if th- they convert enough believers there, Vladislav will t- gain some of his godly powers and will be able to move the campaign a lot faster. And so they'll probably be able to take the whole of Kalandos uh, within the next five months, mm-hmm. which you know is actually quite insane because the – well, not insane in like it's crazy, but if it would take it a massive amount of power because Kalandos is a very large landmass, and if you were to walk it with an army, it would probably take you ten years to walk the whole, con- like the whole continent, basically. Uh, yeah, no,
2: she's just absorbing. Everything that he's telling her and she wants to, once the conversation's finished, uh, she'll walk over to to Darby and touch the, you've got the silver material on, hey?
1: The gold. You've got the gold? Mm. Yeah. The silver material is the one Rain had. So. Mm. That's in the bag. I have this backwards because it says Darby the Asma
2: Silver brother and Rain had the tiefling. No, gold Darby sister. always
3: had silver. Rain had the gold one. Yeah, really? you always had. You always had the yeah. silver. Let me check my
0: notes. Oh yeah, yes, you are right. You are we right. Sorry. got the silver yeah, from the mistress,
1: right. and
2: then Rain stole the gold from the mistress. You are right. Sorry, yeah. When we wrapped it. So, have you got the the Asma or the tiefling? Have you got the gold or the silver? The silver. The silver.
1: The silver. So you've got the asthma. And then the, the gold ones in the bag that I've got. Okay, that's fine.
2: Um, she's just going to – is it still being worn
1: as a scarf? No, it would have come down. Yeah, it would have. Okay, like, so she's yeah. going to
2: hold on it like it's almost like a tactile safety blanket. Okay. And Oriel's just going to think, like she's going to talk to it in her mind.
1: What do you think about this? Um, Role perception. Will Darby also hear this? I yeah. mean, no, not, not hear thinking. what Oriole's <laughs> saying, not what Oriole's saying, but because she always hears the material, would she always, he always hears the material, would he also hear what if the material spoke?
0: Um, let's see.
2: 22. Perception, right? Uh,
0: no, percentile, please.
2: Oh, percentile,
0: sorry. No worries.
1: That was a good roll, though. Sorry about
0: that perception roll, though. 98. Um, you don't hear anything, Darby. You also don't hear anything. Mm.
3: So after his whole thing about war and blah, blah, blah coming, um, I'm going to say it's that damn Illidrin with his dead birds and ghost women that steal your memories. I know it's him. If we're going to war against him, I'm in.
0: Uh, and then the elf is going to ask you about that.
3: And now for the news. Hey, nerd. Do you like Dungeons
0: & Dragons? Of course you do. Do you like people with New Zealand accents? Of course you do again. What if I told you there was a podcast that combined both of those things? What? I know, right? There is. It's called The Fate of Isen. It's recorded in Wellington,
1: New Zealand, which is a real place, and I live there, and I roll dice and play silly makeup story games with my dum dumb comedian friends. It's a good time. Check out
0: Fadeweizen.com for everything you need to know. Choice, bro. Okay,
3: I'm going to tell him about dead birds and how they smell really bad. And about the really cool mechanical and wooden wings and how I've wanted to steal some, but I couldn't figure out how to get them out of the dead bodies and it looked like they were controlling them.
0: Ah, okay. Um, and so as you continue this, these discussions, you progress through the forest and you come up, it's almost, it's within the forest But you can see people have been trying to clear the forest further away from the town. Um, The town itself is, uh, it has a a small wall all around it, uh, probably about hip height. And you can't really see past the first row of of buildings because it appears to be very filled with... um, other buildings and small alleyways and, and things like that. Um, it is though quite a large town and it's started to progress from, so the wall looks like it's supposed to encircle the town, but you can see there's some houses on the outskirts that are like moving slow, more closer to the woods and things like that. Um, it looks very much like a rabbit's warren when you start progressing through, there's a lot of side streets, a lot of back alleys. Um, Although the side streets and back alleys, you don't feel like you'll get very lost in here because as much as it's a large town and it's quite jam packed, uh, the side streets and alleys are sort of orderly, you know, laid out like in a grid almost. Um, but it is very jam packed as it's quite close together. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see in, in the streets, there's, uh, uh, men and women and children and they're sort of, you know, going about their day. Some people are, sh- are sharpening their swords. Other people are like shoeing their horses. Uh, kids are, kids are playing. Um, And you see near, sort of near the top of the grid, so walking closer towards, uh, deeper into the town, you see there is a a building, and behind it looks like a a giant tent, which uh, appears to be where the leaders are discussing something. Um, The elf says, "Um, I shall lead you to Vladislav now, um, are, you, are you prepared? I have a question. Yes. Do the people look sad? No. Uh, everyone, I mean, they look like no one looks joyous, but, I mean, it's, it's an average day, so it looks like an average town. People are laughing Some. There's some scuffles as people fight over, like, uh, that move makes way for me. Um, There's a couple of traders. Uh, No one seems unhappy, though. So he just asks Are we prepared, right? Yeah, he says Are you prepared to meet Vladislav? Or would mm-hmm. you? I, I, I imagine you're refreshed from your swim, although it was a long walk. Does he
3: have serving goals? Hmm. Vladislav, does he have serving goals? No.
0: Santalarin,
2: you can't just ask if someone has serving goals.
0: Look, he's a god. If I was a god, I would have serving goals. Uh, uh, the elf looks you up and down and says, oh, I see, I feel like that is a teaching of Selena, is it not? No.
3: Selena only teaches you how to work out, and then I start doing push-ups. I just get down on the ground and start doing push-ups. And, and there's the not elf something says, that is... The elf says, yeah. she that's... like
0: tries to like pull him up from the ground the elf says that's useful I'm sure um, alright shall we proceed yes and I'm gonna assume he got your names as yeah, as you travelled
1: along Darby's so still gonna be talking to Alexis uh, you hear nothing back
3: the whole time I needed to finish the set before I followed them because you can't stop midway in a set that's not just cool. It's it's about reps. It's about reps.
0: He tells you his name is Lierd. um Lierd. Uh, well, the, it's the closest approximation he can give you to what his name is. And he leads you to around the building. All the buildings are made out of stone. So even though the people in uh, Ristran called it a small town of sadness, it's actually quite a large town and it's uh, spreading throughout the forest um but you can see that maybe it was called that cuz the forest always appears to be encroaching so at some points in the walls uh, it looks like the forest is growing into like buildings uh, some of the trees are hanging like over the the tops of the houses so you you realize that people who live here live quite a hard life because the forest is just fighting to mm. kick society out. You didn't see any animals really uh, Like, but maybe they're further on you know, elsewhere. As you come around the corner you walk around the building, you see uh, the uh so the tent and standing around a table is a green dragonborn in light armor but it is emblazoned with the symbol for Vlada's love and around him there are two uh, two humans, as well as as well as one other elf as well, uh, quite an aged elf. And guarding the entrance are maybe six guards, who are sort of standing around the front entrance to the to the tent, uh, barring anyone's way. They they see Laird Laird um, uh, whistles to them. They whistle back and then they step aside. At that, uh, Vladislav uh, turns to you, the Dragonborn turns to you, and he says, Aurel, I've been waiting. Welcome. Bring your friends. <gasps>
2: Aurel's and- eyes go huge. And, like, if he, if he recognizes Aurel before she's even arrived there, that was, like, the one thing. That was, like, her test of, like, if he knew who she was and remembered her, then, she like, that's going to change
0: everything. Um, for her okay you want to say something? sorry i you? have a question
3: oh, wow, i wanted yeah, to ask good how good is my quick learning i've been listening to this whistling like all day now
1: um, You yeah me too roll?
3: and also because like i'm a rogue uh, there must be some kind of insight for me impersonation thing that i can do
1: i'm an entertainer <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <And> then- <laughs> natural how
0: 20
1: natural 20 can i also roll Look, it's it's not
0: necessarily an in, it's a more language thing than a okay. like a performance thing. Uh, you can roll insight if you'd like.
1: Cause I also can I also roll religion if it's a, like a religion thing. I mean, you could see
0: if it was a religion thing, but you don't feel like it is. Insight.
1: That is just an eight.
0: <laughs> yeah, good job. <laughs> uh, I mean, the the whistling it's quite complex. It's very complex, and every time you heard it, it didn't sound the same. The same, Xantularian. You realized that it's it's a, a form of code. Mm. Um, and throughout the forest, they were as you were progressing. You yeah. realized they were relaying back to each other if they found any other people in the woods, uh, oh. if there were any threats in the woods. Um, and he was relaying back that uh, he found the three of you. And he relayed back what your names were. That's interesting. And he relayed uh, that one is a believer. Mm. And he said, but he doesn't think you're any threat because, uh, and from what you can gather, he basically thinks you're not a threat because you were chilling sunbathing. And <laughs> like, it's highly <laughs> unlikely that okay. that uh, like really smart adventurers <laughs> would be doing that.
2: Can I just okay, say cool. that if he, if so, Aurel obviously has not figured that out because she was trying to fact find with him talking with Lyd talking to her. So, if Vladislav um, says Aurel, I've been waiting, um, her wild magic would most definitely fire off like right then and there.
0: She like poops herself with wild yeah, magic. Poop, like, yourself. Poop. poop yourself. Poop oh yourself. <laughs> magic yourself.
2: I magicked myself. Wild magicked myself.
0: What did you do?
2: So uh, I rolled eighty-three, which means each creature within thirty feet of me takes one D10 necrotic damage. Uh, You regain hit points equal to the sum of the necrotic damage dealt. Okay, roll your one D10. So I'm just gonna roll the D10, and whoever's within that space.
1: Great.
0: One. As you as you walk into, into the room.
3: So oh, how many the, people into did the tent? I hit?
0: <laughs> sort of everyone. Yeah. Everybody so in
3: the tent. One, two, lead. And three others. That
2: is love, two humans, one old elf, and six gods, yes? Yes. That's 13 points up. Temporary hit points. Sorry, she literally magiced herself.
0: As she steps through, uh, the dragonborn says, Aurel, I've been waiting for you. And she expresses a sigh that on the side, a stench almost of something decaying appears to expel from her body. And the smell of it is so astringent that it hurts your nostrils and stings behind your eyes that it actually pains you and gives you one point of necrotic damage. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, big thank you to my players who make everything an adventure. Uh, Remember, if you like this, please rate and review us on your favorite and not-so-favorite podcast apps and share us with your friends, foes, families, and familiars. Also, if you'd like to follow us, you can find us on all the socials at Die, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E, or you can mail us at dumdumdivepod at gmail.com. Uh, a big thank you to my players. A Big thank you to Tristan and Wednesday, who are the sound sound producers, yeah, sound editors who make us sound amazing. And a big thank you to Veed, whose music graces our podcast every week. Also remember we are part of the hashtag Ravnikasts, which is Yay! the which is the podcasts uh, Wizards of the Coast uh, got 10 podcasts and um, some really amazing, we're an amazing company to each play one of the guilds from uh, the Guild Master's Guide to Ravnica, which is fantastic book that is coming out this week ours is actually launching tomorrow so please go and listen to the dungeon delve podcast uh, which is the wizard's official podcast so go listen to it there um and listen to all the other guild episodes you can catch up on all of them from the azorius um right to the simic combine who is who we play so hashtag simic combine forever please give it a listen it was such a it's, it's such a rad setting and it was such fun to play and you get to see them play different characters are uh, awesome players so please do give that a listen thank you to everyone and as always we hope you have a most amazing week filled with adventure and the Revenue Casts
3: I'm sorry, he was holding his equipment in his hand Very tightly <laughs> I can't God, and I I was even Only he was lounging on the no. Not like mm. this, just like Yeah, hey. but you were holding your equipment Oh <laughs> it's a penis joke. I, I'm sorry yeah.
1: I'm just... Listen, Attention, if you come and hold That it was too just a penis joke <laughs> I
3: can't
2: just joke. Missed it.
3: Sorry, my brain is there, guys
2: <sighs> <sighs> Your brain never
3: left
1: Wednesday Maybe it did, maybe it didn't Who knows It's true